Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Let's talk about the debt ceiling. <laughs> so the debt ceiling was raised, and then our good I'll old, be crying, y'all. Good old Janet Yellen has said that the, that the ceiling uh, is probably going to run out by June first. That was pretty quick. What, what what's, what's the deal with this? Um, this usually happens in at the last minute they end up raising it, but I am really concerned about um, our country right now and how much debt we have. Hold on, let me go to the. Google real quick. If I go to America's debt clock, we are currently at 31.7 trillion. I mean, it's $94,000 per citizen, 240,000 per taxpayer. And I I don't have the answer to how to fix this. I don't, I'm sure as always, they'll raise the ceiling um, because of course, going into an election, you can't have that kind of, uh, debt looming over you. Um, it's not good for any candidate, but um, I'm just, when I look at the overall macro picture for us, I mean, like the, the money, the U.S. money supplies hit like a 13-week low. Mm-hmm. So like even when I'm going to places now, they're not taking cash. They have no coins available. Why? Coin shortage. 
what or all the coin stars like it's amazing to see a transformation from just even three years ago prior to COVID, how much cash was available mm-hmm. versus how much is not available now and if we keep going into debt while being in war and we need new leadership across the board very fast but i do feel like this is a as everyone will call it like a great reset in real time and yeah. i don't think we'll be able to go back from here yeah i feel like that always happens right yeah. that just it's a continuous theme the debt ceiling is approaching the debt ceiling is approaching we got to raise it it's uproar until like the last minute you last raise yeah. and it's like oh it's not enough it's yeah. like it's like the same theme over and over, over and over again. again yeah nothing really changes though yeah i guess we shall mount to the situation we shall but they'll, they'll raise the ceiling i mean the debt's going to continue to get higher no matter what um, our and I was talking about this earlier with um FRC. So their debt to loan ratio was 111. percent So Ridiculous. they had more loans out than they did. Ridiculous. And say capital coming in. Our debt ratio, federal debt to GDP ratio in 2000 was 58. percent Now it's 120. So our country's debt ratio is worse than first than FCR, First Republic Bank. But everyone, you conspiracy theorists, Deontay, shut up, my boy. You do not know. This is my thoughts, Ian, the Red Panda Rebellion. Um, you do not know what you're talking about. I will be at Citadel and J.P. Morgan later this week and Meta. I'm telling you, what's the answer? To continue to invest, because even if, let's say, we come off the American dollar, you'll still have assets that you will be able to use in another currency. But I, this is scary for our debt ratio to be at. In 1960, it was at 52.9. 1980, it was at 34%. We're at 120.35% debt to GDP ratio. So how much debt we have versus how much the country is making. We're upside down. Mm. America's a meme stock. Mike clipped that up. And nobody's coming to save us. At all. In fact, there was, and we'll talk about this maybe next week, there was more countries that are urging uh, their citizens not to use the U.S. dollar. Yeah, we'll, we'll add that to the, to the <laughs> segment last week. This is a big week, though. It's a big week. Yes. And we kind of spoke about it before we uh, the show started. But uh, the Fed is going to potentially raise rates. Yep. What's your thoughts on it? Well, let's give our number and we'll see what happens. I think a quarter. You think I'm I'm with you. Yeah. I, th- I, I think, think a quarter percent raise. A, a quarter percent raise. Yeah. What what are the impacts of that on the market? Uh let's say this week. Uh some stocks will slide down. I mean, we'll talk about Apple later, but I think stocks will slide just a little bit. They keep saying that they want to destroy the job market and we haven't gotten to where we need to be. Mm-hmm. I wish they would just rip the band-aid off. And at one time get to the number where we need to get. I know that's not the best fiscal policy. I don't think. Jerome is doing what he needs to do in order to get us there. I know it's a tough place because you're in between a rock and a hard place, but I would rather him rip the bandaid off mm-hmm. and we recover from the numbers opposed to like gradually like dying from a thousand cuts. My graduates from my school being Forbes, backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs>